Today's episode of Beyond the Mask is presented by the insurance specialists at BrightThink Wealth Strategies. Find the disability insurance coverage that fits you best right now. Email Robert Smith at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. The show is also made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. Get a free consultation today to be guided through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Just visit crnafinancialplanning.com. And don't forget, listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how you can submit them, check out the CE Credit tab on our website, beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs and advanced practice nurses with certified financial planner Jeremy Stanley and CRNA Sharon Pierce. Jeremy Stanley has worked with CRNAs for more than 23 years, and Sharon Pierce is a former president of the AANA and the NCANA. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA and advanced practice nurse industries. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7. Hello, Sharon Pierce. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? You uh, sounded a little frazzled when you jumped on. Oh, never frazzled. Just a lot going on, you know, trying to get things closed out, but that's just part of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. We want to welcome our listeners today. We haven't done that yet, and uh, welcome them to the show. We've got another great show put together, and I really thought that I was going to have to put a fire hose between you two when I popped on and you were already <laughs> on there. I was like, well, geez, maybe I should go back and work for the next hour and let you two talk. So <laughs> We could do that very easily. <laughs> very easily. I have no uh, doubt about it. Well, who's our guest today, Sharon Pierce? Uh, Suzanne Jacker, and uh, you know, we taped her during our big blitz in Chicago, and that's whenever we were having some technical difficulties. And since you do that part of it, Jeremy, it must have been your <laughs> fault. <laughs> always my fault, Sharon. I'll always take the fall for you. You know that. And- so, so we get to retape this, and it'll be better than the original taping, yes. I'm sure, because Suzanne and I have more of a a relationship than yes, we little- did then. It was first That's time right. I had met her. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and we Suzanne, came. welcome to the show, and we're going to be talking about. Uh, starting your own aesthetic injectables practice today and that's Mm -hmm. something that you specialize in but why don't you give our listeners a little bit about your background and what all you do um, as we kind of get started here well um, I have been a nurse for all over over 20 years which is just crazy right how the years go by and all of a sudden that number ticks up and you're like how did that happen all right Suzanne I'm going (laughs) to say it one more time because I said it the last time but you look like you're maybe 20 right now. Oh, well, so, it's because I own a med spa I was now. Say, and I like to joke, yeah. hey, are we allowed to swear on this? If, if, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> asked that last oh, Okay, because I was going to say, if I look like shit, you shouldn't come to me. I own a med spa, <laughs> right? You know, you need to walk the walk a little bit. So it's uh, a it's a good combination of great genetics. Thank you, Grandma. And, um, and good care. So yeah. there's that. Um, Your forehead is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's (laughs) Yes. Well, that's what happens when you've been Botoxing for 25 years, like, or 20 years, (laughs) you know? So yeah, I started when I was 25. So I'm 45 now. So 20 years of Botox and yeah, you could prevention is everything, right? Let me see your hands. Suzanne, let me see your hands. Show me your hands. No, the backside. 
Oh, her hands look See, good. My hands yeah, even hands look pretty even good, look huh? Good. Usually, yeah. you know, usually Thank men you. can tell how old a woman is by their mm-hmm. hands. Yeah, yeah true I story. Can't tell them so, hey, so, there you go. Yeah, there it is. You got everybody. You can laser those too. You know, good. I put I put my skincare on my face, down to my neck, and then the back of my hands because it all I goes know. together. So it's only trick. all right. So it's only your face and your neck, and then your hands. But the rest of yeah. you looks like oh, the hot. rest of it's a hot mess. It's just pure sharpay. <laughs> 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 the rest of it looks forty five, but just that's right. Let everybody yeah, see kids. Yeah, two nine pound babies, man. <laughs> Parfait. That's yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway, oh my goodness. Well, you know, see, this is way more fun to talk about than anesthesia. Sometimes, you know, you do all that, but you know, now I get to talk about a whole new set of stories. <laughs> so, tell us how you got started in this business and why. I've yeah. heard this story and it's fascinating. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, I worked for, um, lived in uh, Northern California after school, and then moved home to Portland, Oregon, to have our kids uh, raise them here. Um, And unfortunately, the work culture just didn't really work for me. It it was just kind of soul sucking. And there were not a lot of options for me to continue my CRNA practice in the way that I felt like I should. And so being kind of the mother of necessity in that I had taken a new job with an all CRNA group. And uh, while I'm on vacation, I get an email, never check your your email on vacation team. Mm -hmm. I'm on an island in Fiji. And it says we lost the contract. You're out of work. We're sorry. And I was like, sweet. So, you know, when you're in between contracts um, and you've got two kids and you just spent 10 grand on a trip to Fiji, you're, you start to <laughs> shit your pants a little bit. And that's when it occurred. occurred yeah. Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So and I realized I didn't have a plan B. And since we're on the plane, you know, I, I wanted to take control back of my destiny because we all know it can take three, four or five months to get credentialed somewhere. Yeah. And I didn't know where our next paycheck was coming. That's when I decided on that island in Fiji, I'd learned how to inject Botox because I knew I could at least stand outside on a street corner with a sign and be like, Botox over here, and I'd make a couple hundred bucks and feed my kids. Now, we were not quite that destitute, but you know, that's how I operate. I'm always going to have a plan B. And that's when I decided that I'd start my own practice. Wow. So why did you start training CRNAs and MPs? How did you get there? Yeah. So I started, you know, basically driving around doing mobile Botox, you know, doing some Botox parties. Um, I got a little one room office uh, in a cute town near Portland. And I started getting, you know, emails from people like, what are you doing? Or how did you do that? Can you teach me how to do that? So after a couple of years of doing it myself, I, I had my first class, merely people just were like, can I come learn from you? And I was like, well, okay, um, let's do that. And because in 2016, there was very few training programs. I ended up having to train myself. Like I did, I did the official weekend course that was available to me, but it did not feel nearly the depth and breadth that I thought it was necessary. So then that's when I, you know, put on my study skills and start diving into the books. There were two in 2016 mm-hmm. and I bought both of them. And then I started reading the literature because you had to go, you know, find it in the Academy of Dermatology and plastic surgery practice. And so I started building my own curriculum, so to speak, so that when people came to me, I was like, well, yeah, I can teach you how to do that. I basically taught myself and here's here's the literature and here's best practice. And by the way, here's how I do it here. Let me teach you. Um, and so I taught four people that flew into Portland, Oregon on how to inject. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. All right. So let's go back to whenever you got the great news in Fiji and you decided to start this. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how you started your practice basically from scratch. How did that look and what did you do? 
Great question. Um, and it's a question I get from prospective students all the time. It's like, well, how do you do that? Well, first of all, it's a couple things. One, you need to decide whether or not you want to run a business or you want to take care of patients. Because if you have no interest in running a business, then you need to go work for somebody. I'll be honest. Because running the business is what takes 80% of my time to have the privilege of treating patients 20% of the time. The Pareto principle completely applies here. So I had always had an interest in running a business. And so I started doing that. And so then I started researching, understanding business just as much as I was researching, understanding how to inject. And so I started mapping out, this is what my cost of goods is. And I didn't even know it was called cost of goods, but I knew how much my Botox was and I knew how much I needed to make. And I started figuring out, you know, profit margins and net profit and gross and taxes and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so I figured out, okay, I need to treat five patients regularly every three months to break even. And so that was my first goal. Okay, who are going to be my tried and true five patients that I'm going to do a full face of tox on every three months in order to break even? And so that was my first goal. And then I was like, okay, well, now I want to make some money. How do I do that? Well, I need to get, you know, 10 patients to generate what my new income goal is. I want to make an extra $2,000 a month to do whatever it is that I want to do. Right then it was eat. So, um, you know, the next thing, <laughs> right? Good, good, I, good, good choice. Yeah, eating's yeah. good. And I didn't want to go back to the OR full time. I didn't want to take a full time uh, OR job because I had to anymore. So then that was the next goal. Um, so then I was like, well, I'm going to have a Botox party. I'll do that. I'll do a few, a couple of Botox parties, got a couple nurses together. They have friends, they all talked and that's how it started. That's really how it started is some really good nurse Botox parties and then mom friends. And it grew from there. And they're like, well, can I come see you in your office? I'm like, well, I, okay, I'm going to have to get an office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head here is because so many CRNAs, when they hear business or running a business, they run the opposite way. And I mean, we right. deal with that every single day in what we do. They they just want to go do what they do and they want to leave and go home. And yeah. in that business, it's it's even a lot different in what you're doing, I think, than your average 1099 CRNA out there going, mm -hmm. you know, doing their day's work, getting paid $1,500, grand a day, and they go home. You know, you have a completely different level. So let's talk about that for a minute. You know, what all does that mean from the business side? Wow. I mean, Essentially, as soon as you start a business, I almost want everyone to decide that they are CEO. And if you look at things that I write, I write CEO, and I've been doing that for years, even though I was a CEO of one, but it's the yeah. mentality of attacking it from that perspective that is so important. So I I completely accepted that I am a CEO, and I'm an entrepreneur, and I started reading about what the hell that means yeah. and, and wore it with pride, even though... You know, I would always be like my little business and my little, yes. And eventually it stopped being my little business. And now it's, you know, a legit business with a whole team. But approaching it from the understanding that I'm going to understand my financials and my financial statements, that I'm going to end up getting an accountant and a bookkeeper. And now I have a CFO. Understanding that I have an attorney that manages my legal affairs. I have a marketing team. I have a marketing manager. I have a social media manager. And so I started repeating, you know, I started with an org chart. Because I read that in Business for Dummies, which is still sitting over here. I still pull it here. I'm not kidding. It's sitting right here. Sometimes I still reference it. And I had an yeah. org chart and it started off with me. And I looked at that org chart and I said, I'm not going to do this the whole time. And I'm going to start checking it off. And there's going to be people that start filling all these boxes until I have my team built. And it's taken since, what, 2016? It's taken me, what, six years? So I wasn't fast. And that's okay. But it's solid. It's solid. And I have a solid crew. 
but I've enjoyed that path and learning about it and how to do it um, as much, if not more than the injectables part. You know, I always mention this book, but it's a great book. It's called The E-Myth. E-Myth. Oh, oh, yeah. like yes, that's a classic. <laughs> and, and it's a classic book. It's an amazing book. It's got so many great tips in there, but it talks about why most entrepreneurs fail. And mm -hmm. you hit the nail on the head. It's because most people get into business as a technician. They understand yeah. what they do, but they don't understand all the other hats you've got to wear. I mean, as a CEO, right. you've got to wear every hat. You've got to wear an HR hat. You've got to wear a legal yeah. hat. You've got to wear an accounting hat. You know, yeah. you've got to wear, um, you know, a public service hat. You've got to wear a marketing hat. And a lot of people don't want to do all that. And that's why no. they fail as entrepreneurs. So, right. you know, so do you talk about this in your class and how people can yeah. get up to so speed? Yeah, so I think that was one of the differentiators from the get-go was that when I taught my Botox class, I just called it Botox in business. Because if you're going to do this, you have to understand the business side. And people will be like, well, I don't want the business side. I go, then what are you doing? Yeah. Like, if you don't know that this, and in fact, you should do that class first and then come talk to me about learning to inject. Because I created a business fundamentals class for the practitioners because, you know, most of them, a lot of them are BSNs. They didn't even have a, you know, they don't have a bachelor's right. degree in anything else, right? And then they went on to anesthesia school or nurse practitioner school, and they still didn't get a business class. Um, so I did a real, you know, kind of high level business 101 class as part of it. You know, to give people those tools of how to start it, in what order, what kind of, you know, business entity do you need to be? Who who do you have to pay for to get the expertise? Like, don't try and do your own contracts, please. You know, yeah. um, <clears throat> good rule of thumb. Uh, don't think that you don't need malpractice, you know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Don't mingle your finances. Oh, my God. If I hear one more person I'm like, oh, I'm just oh running it out of my, oh, my yeah. husband. No, <laughs> you know, day. anyway. Um, so I started teaching that and, and that is honestly where the new venture that's launching in January, I'm so excited came out of because so many people are like, yeah, I did that, but I still don't want to run a business. Um, and we have this whole team now that we started Aesthetic Connect, which we're so excited about to help the people who just want to run their business or do take care of patients and we help them with the business side. So it's a one-stop shop for helping you get your accounts together. What's your business model? What is your, how are you going to build a website? How are you going to get your social media in order? How are you going to get your policies and procedures together? How are you going to get your, your malpractice? Do How do you get your product? We have all those resources here mm -hmm. so that if you just want to start a business, you just call us and we can help you get going in 30 days or less. Wow. There you go. Yeah. I'm Sharon, really excited. 30 days or less. You got this. Yes, we can do it. Yeah. So we've got all the people. Maybe I'll send my wife your way. You know, she's been talking to Sharon pimping a little bit about this stuff. Maybe she'll do it. Maybe she won't. Then she gets a little more interested in it. I think she texted you the other day, didn't she, Sharon? She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. So, you know, but she hates the business stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Detests it. So that well, would, and if you that would fall it, on me. Drag on you. It would fall on me. I know. You know, if she did something like that. That's why I've kind of disencouraged her to do it because I'm like, I got enough on my plate, but, but no, that's a great. Well, service. now that really now she might have a, a, a way to still do it with yeah. aesthetic connect. Well, aesthetic yeah. connect. Yeah. yeah. So, so are y'all, do y'all have a tell, flesh? Yeah. This out. Our website is, we've got our landing page. It goes live. Our, yeah. Our homepage goes live on January 1st. Um, and we're going to start talking to new members on the 15th of next um, January, which we're really excited about um, to make sure it's a good fit for everybody. But it's an online community as well. So we're going to have a whole platform where you can go and privately talk about what's going on in your business with other people within the community. It's not on Facebook. It's not on Instagram. Uh, so you can have a private community of like-minded people trying to accomplish their goals and aesthetics. 
And we also have, you know, a whole library of videos of how to, you know, get your business accounts up and running, how to figure out what your cogs are, you know, how, how to handle that difficult patient, you know, what do you do when you're trying to do what? So a whole, you know, frequently asked questions database so that you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. That's what's so hard about it is that you know that there's answers out there, but you don't know who to ask. So we hope to be the person you ask. As a CRNA, you spend years preparing yourself for this career, so we don't want to see you lose out on any of the income you've worked so hard to earn. The best way to protect yourself and give you the confidence that a major life event won't disrupt your financial future is through disability insurance. We've known disability income specialist Robert Smith for many years and have seen the work he's done with nearly 2,000 CRNAs over multiple decades. He can help identify any gaps in your existing coverage and fill those gaps by finding the best value on a policy. Contact Robert and let him know you heard about him on our podcast. Send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. Protect your greatest asset as a CRNA, yourself and your ability to earn a living by adding disability insurance to your financial plan. Well, I think what I'm also hearing is some kind of standardization because there is no certification. There's no standardization. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? And I know that part of your goal is standardization too. Yes. So, so much of what's out there, uh, there is no certifying body in aesthetics. It doesn't exist. So if anyone says, I, you know, I'm certified, they're certified by the reputation of the person giving them their education. Um, and some state certification actually has some kind of legal definition, but like in Oregon, it doesn't. Um, in other states, it does. And I can't begin to speak what all 50 states do. But um, when you're looking for training, you really just need to look at the reputation of the people doing it. And if it's in a giant conference room by one of those top three people that when you inject injectables, education that come up and it's at the Holiday Inn Express in Duluth, you know, and it's by some big company, odds are that it's not exactly high quality. And especially you get what you pay for in this industry to some extent. If it's, you know, the lowest cost leader, then congratulations, you're getting the low cost leader education. Yeah. So you really want to go to someone who's going to go into the details of this and realize also that it's a weekend course at this point. Someday we're going to have some kind of comprehensive you know, months long program. But at this time, we're just doing a primer over a weekend, unfortunately. So you're trying to get as many foundational nuggets as you possibly can as a jumping off point to go and learn more. Hmm. So how much time does it take to kind of start your own aesthetics practice? And are you going to make any money at it? Ah, Great questions. So how long does it take? When people come and say, I would like to see that they have two days a week available to do something because where intention flows, energy goes, and that is where you're going to get the results. And if you're working five days a week in the hospital or, and you've got kids and sports, like really, there's just no room, honestly, unless you're willing to give up something to get something, you know, this is, it is math. It's a math problem. So if you've got to carve out some time to do that. So my goal then is for people, I'm like, can you work a little less and invest some time into this to grow it? Because if you do, it can be really rewarding. Like I said, you can do this on a shoestring, relatively speaking. I'd say ten dollars to $15,000 is not an unreasonable startup cost for this business. But because there is such a high 
um, it's such an expensive service that you're offering, it's not hard to recoup those costs. So you can keep your costs low and eventually turn a profit if you're thoughtful about it. Um, and it's what's also beautiful is it's kind of infinitely scalable. I mean, you can be driving around in your car doing Botox out of the back of your car, and you can also own multi-state you know, state chain of med spas eventually if you wanted to. So that part's kind of great. Now, how can I find out about what I need to know about in my particular state? Because I'm sure it's different in every single one. Compliance is a bitch, you know, and I really, really um, hope people do their due diligence. The problem, however, is that every state is different. And in very few states, is it actually clear? It is a lot of gray. So there's a few things that I recommend. And I get this question almost every day. What are the laws in my state? And I'm like, I don't know. But here's what you can do. One is Google, literally Google, what are the med spa laws in fill in my state? Number two is I'd like you to look at your scope of practice documents uh, for your nursing board. Please don't call the board of nursing. People don't recognize that the board of nursing's job is to protect the public from you. It is not to protect or promote your scope of practice. Um, and oftentimes the person answering the phone is not particularly useful. They are a receptionist <laughs> typically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but they do have all their documents typically online. I'd like you to review your scope of practice documents for anything that says a hard stop. No, because if unless it says a hard stop, no, it's a soft yes and proceed with caution. All right. So then the other thing I recommend is look is talking to your own uh, state association, your uh, state nurse anesthesia board. Talk to them. I'm sure at this point, it didn't used to be, they've had an email from somebody saying, hey, what can CRNAs do this? You know, can I want to inject? What are the rules? Um, and some have developed position statements on that. But unfortunately, a lot of it's up to you to do your best. So why are CRNAs kind of situated to do a great job in this business? Ah, so many reasons. One one thing I've learned, so I'm also getting my MBA and I'm 60% done. Oh God. Um, but one thing I learned in my entrepreneurship class is some of the key traits that make entrepreneurs great are also what makes CRNAs great is their ability to accept risk, their ability to assess a situation, their ability to simulate a lot of information, their decision-making capacity. All these things are really critical in business, and it's all things that we're key at in the OR as well. So I find that it's kind of a natural marriage if that's something that they have an interest in. And then secondly, we have amazing needle skills, a lot of us. You know, if you're in a place that does blocks, I did blocks, I did OB, I did peds. I mean, I I was pretty good with a needle. And that is translating uh, really well to how I administer the aesthetic injectables. And then the last thing is also just kind of the ability to assess and deal with patients. I spent, I did a lot of high-risk OB. I could tell you there's a lot of parallels between my aesthetics patients and those OB patients. You know, it's a very similar mindset. They are afraid. They don't like aging. They're scared of a needle. Like I know how to make someone feel comfortable and talk them through and listen to their concerns, you know, and address them appropriately. So all these things make CRNAs just fantastic at this field. Well, let's talk about training programs. And yeah. if somebody's interested, how do they find a, a great training program? Great. And what should they look for? What should they look for? I really recommend, and I'm going to be biased here, that I think advanced practice providers are the hands down best people to be doing this. It is not necessarily doctors and surgeons because they aren't usually the end provider anymore. Um, surgeons should be cutting. Um, doctors should be doing whatever their specialty is. And we are kind of the workhorses of the industry 
And I find that the nurse practitioners and CRNAs are kind of leading this industry in in standards of excellence and how they're in, uh, these are injectables are administered. So Googling, you know, aesthetic injector training near me is fine. If you're trying to find someone local, do recognize that for the vast majority of people, they're going to have to travel because to have a great training program is located usually in major cities. So if you're in rural somewhere, you are likely not going to find a great program near you. And I would really look for a place that is, again, led by one of the advanced practice providers who does what they do. And including, and I'll put in a plug for me, uh, we've been Aura Academy since 2018, and I've been in, uh, so training for what, almost six years, but it's five years. Um, and there's other advanced practice providers who are also training, but you know, look for us because we're the ones who are on the ground doing it. Yeah, yeah. Good point and great plug, by the way, because Thank Sharon Thank you. Has, I, I just had to do a little Sharon's bit Sharon's been to your class, right, Sharon? <laughs> I have been to her yes. class. And a lot of anatomy. A lot of a anatomy. A lot of anatomy. A lot of anatomy. Which is good. Which yeah. is good. Because I don't think that occurs in other training programs. They just teach you where to put the needle, not necessarily why you put the needle yes. there. And that's what I think is really what differentiates my program in particular is that I want you to understand the why because anyone can do the thing. We all know that, you know, a monkey can intubate if you hand them a tube, right? But it's knowing why, <laughs> you know, it's knowing why and who and how and assessment and product choice. So we spend a lot of time in the, you know, air quotes, boring stuff, because you can go and learn that hands-on, you know, stuff. It's not that it's not important. It's just that that's something that comes later. I want you to understand the why. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I even like the online <clears throat> training that mm -hmm. that you did and you have access to before yes. and after because I've gone back and re-looked at some of that. And I find that helpful. And I thought that I would never be anyone who would like online training yeah. just because I'm a traditional student. But whenever I went back and got my doctorate, I had to do a lot. And I found that if you do traditional training, you've got one time to get it while you're mm -hmm. sitting there. But with the online, I can keep going back. I can yep. keep going back to the well to get yeah. refreshed. And so right. that's one thing. And I really liked your platform and how you put oh, it all together. You. you did a great job. It's all being re-recorded for 2023. We're getting a full refresh. It's all getting redone and in smaller bites, Sharon, because she's like, you need to do it in smaller bites. So I listen to you and it's all in. So you can oh. listen in smaller snippets and uh, just go to the section that you want to go to. So that'll be exciting. That's yeah. Awesome. The average attention spans like 26 seconds now. Or <laughs> well, it's in longer than 26 seconds, but <laughs> <laughs> we have it in 10 to 20 minute yeah. uh, chunks so that you can have it in an easier digestible format. So Looking forward to it. Suzanne, you Thank touched you. on this earlier, but what if there's someone out there listening who says, you know what, I just want to see patients. I don't want to yeah. run the business. I don't want to do that. What should they be doing? Yeah. I mean, so you've got a couple options. One is definitely think about going and working for somebody, you know, and because there's nothing wrong with being an employee, right? If that's what you want to do, just know that about yourself. Uh, don't delude yourself into thinking that, you know, it's kind of like the person that decides I'm going to get real fit. I'm going to go buy that gym membership. I'm yep. going to go buy a fancy pair of shoes. And we know what happens, right? January's mm -hmm. right around the corner. So they become um, really fit, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I put all of them to sleep today. Nobody <laughs> under a BMI of 30. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So um, don't delude yourself. Get real honest with what it is that you want to do so that you can be successful because you can be a very successful injectors employee. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just know, though, that there isn't exactly the financial upside 
but there might be higher quality of life if that's what you want to do. This is a trade-off. It's a trade-off. So if you want to, if you're kind of interested in being having more autonomy, if you want to kind of, you're excited at the idea of having your own patients and running your own clinic, but you still don't want to run your business. And I'd say call us because I don't, Aesthetic Connect is the only platform I know that has this kind of business support component that is still your business. There are some out there that are trying to take equity shares. I don't want equity in your business. There are some people who try and own your website and own your URL and own your business entity. No, thank you. So be wary of some of the the contracts out there. There's some, you know, no, I can't believe that that's out there, but it does exist. Um, we really are just a business support service uh, company to try and help, you know, take the pressure off of figuring out where to get the stuff done and how to do it. So we want to do that so that you have more time with your family and more time to see patients. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Well, you bring up a good point about some people who just want to inject and not do anything because I already have providers who are saying, listen, when you get up and running, I just want to work there. I just, yeah. I just want to inject. I don't want to do all the stuff. And and Jeremy's right. He hears that a lot from CRNAs. Yes, yeah. it's true. They need to understand though that injectors don't make nearly what an aesthetic sure. what what a CRNA makes. So they're going to take a sizable pay cut, and you know they're going to have to decide if their quality of life if that's worth it to them. That's fine. Right. I I kind of like the hybrid of I'm going to run my own business with some support. I'm still going to have to do work, but it won't be as bad. Um, it's still a hustle if you want patience. Like I can't do that for you. Um, so you're still going to have to invest in it. But the rewards can be so gratifying, and we all know. And let's talk about the tax benefits of owning your own business. Come on, you right? Get- you want to go down that road, Sharon? You want to go down that road right now? So. Yes. Yes. I love that, right? Your accountant will love you. There's a lot yes. of tax benefits, that's for sure. A lot of tax benefits. A lot yes. of tax benefits. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your, um, you're having a conference coming up. Yes. So why don't you talk about that? We are so excited. So I have partnered with Cassie Lane in uh, Injectables EDU, um, who's actually a former student of mine. And we've become, she came to my class and we've been such good friends ever since. Um, so we are co-hosting a conference in Orlando, Florida at the Wave Resort uh, in end of April, April 27th, 8th and 29th. We're going to do a one-day uh, neuromodulator class on Friday and then two days on running your business. So this is for people that are new in business and want to learn how to start their practice, as well as new people who are like, I am lost and I need guidance. Please get the answers. It's a small conference. You're going to get to hang out with us. So we're capping the number of attendees um, so that you have lots of one-on-one time. And the whole goal is that you leave feeling so much more comfortable about understanding your numbers, understanding your metrics, understanding your cost of goods. Goods, understanding how to run a business successfully. Where can people find out about that? Yes, appaesthetics.com. So if you can even Google, and that's for advanced practice providers. So it's for nurse practitioners, CRNAs, PAs. Um, we're really trying to 
go for that echelon of provider um, because they can easily run their own practice because they're often licensed L- independent practitioners. Everyone should know if they're an LIP in their state or not. Um, and we just really want to speak to that level of ability. And we're really excited to have a group together so that you can have some community and camaraderie and bounce ideas off people and, and learn. It's going to be awesome in a really beautiful setting. You should check out the resort. Well, Suzanne, I love the fact that you're going down the business route with this and you're teaching people about the business. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that so many courses and, and to, to be honest, I think even in anesthesia school and nursing school, I think this is all missed. It, it's completely yeah, missed. Absolutely. And, you know, so many CRNAs, you're right, they have the attributes, but they've never had the training and therefore right. they don't understand it. And um, when they go out and they start to do things like this, it feels very, very uncomfortable because nobody's ever given them a track to run on. And that's what right. you're doing. You're giving them a track to run on. Hey, I've done this. I am a CRNA and mm-hmm. I'm showing you the way here. And you're just empowering those CRNAs that really want to do this. So that's, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And we're really trying to do it in an honest and genuine way. There's no like, oh, you're going to make $10,000 a day or it's going to be easy or you're going to, you know, quit your, you're going to make your anesthesia income within, you know, three months. There's none of that. It is a hustle. It is work, but it is worth it. And let's teach you the right way to do it because nothing worth doing is easy. You know, let's work smart, not hard and do it right so that we can reap all those rewards. Nothing wrong with making $10,000. Oh, no. And you you can. I mean, you can, but it's not out of the gate, friend. You know, I say Botox is not a Chick-fil-A. If you build it, they don't come, right? So I love, love a Chick-fil-A. But anyway. <laughs> well, I would think that it's a different kind of work. I mean, I did yes. 20 endoscopies today and you're, you know, balls to the wall, right. really hard and fa- fast pace. I mean, that's hard work. It is. It's a grind. And, you know, it's different when you're working for yourself. It's just like taking care of your own children, right? You take care of someone else's baby and you're like, oh my God, but when it's your baby, you love that baby so much and it can blow out a diaper three times and you're going to clean it up and you might be like kind of cross with the baby, but you're going (laughs) to love it and hug it and snuggle it and you would never change it for the world. And that's how I feel about my practice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, it's my baby. But it never grows up and it always wants more milk and it needs a diaper change every day. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it doesn't sleep through the night. (laughs) And and you hit another nail on the head. Never check your email on vacation. Mm -mm. You know something I've learned too? Once I leave this office at night, never check your email at night. Yeah. Because then inevitably somebody will email you something and it will grind on you all night long. All night. And that's all you think about. And you wake up at four o'clock in the morning thinking about it. And then ultimately the next day you handle the situation and you just wasted all that time worrying about that situation. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, that is true. I used to check whenever I was AA and a president, of course, that's different. Um, I belonged to the members for a year and I was going to do everything 24 seven. I was theirs. But Pierce would warn me because I'd pick up my phone right before I'd get ready to get in the bed and I'd go, oh, and he'd go, is it blankety blank? No. Is it blankety blank? No. Is it blankety blank? Yes. He would know who all the players are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But 
And that's one of the hardest things about running a business is, you know, it is like, it is like raising a newborn. So you have to set limits and boundaries and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And you need to have family support and do kind of a gut check of like, am I in a right, you know, mental space? Is my family in the right space to take this on? Because you're basically having another baby. <laughs> mm. I'm well, sure going uh, to ask you one question. Then. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever gotten asked this before, but oh. is, is aesthetics fun? Is it a fun business? Or? <laughs> right. I haven't really sold it, have I? Hey. It is. It's happy medicine. Um, there's something beautiful about taking care of you know, mostly healthy people, we forget, especially after being in the OR for so many years that there are people that walk around with no medical problems. Did you know that? Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, right. Exactly. They don't have a giant medical history and, you know, <laughs> allergies. Um, it does exist. So there's just something lovely about one, taking care of healthy patients. And two, the fact that you, they come in with a concern and I can make it better. In our my business class, we talk a lot about, you know, writing your own mission, vision, and goals. And it became very clear to me that my mission in life is to take away pain. And initially, for the first 20 years of my career, it was to take away pain with anesthetic drugs. And so, you know, I'd give the propofol or an epidural and the magic would happen. But now my pain, you know, how I take away pain is the emotional pain of people's outside not matching their inside, taking away that scowl line that their three-year-old is always asking, mommy, why are you mad at me? And when we make it go away, their relationship with their daughter gets better. Like, or, you know, um, we have transgendered patients that come in and they want to look more the way they feel on the inside. And we can help them with that. And how rewarding is something like that? And then creating a happy work environment for my my employees who are often refugees from the hospital as well. You know, so I'm taking away their professional pain of being mistreated or working in a toxic work environment. So in all these ways, it's still the same mission, just with a different toolbox. I like that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, Sharon, you got anything else for Suzanne? Oh, well, you know, you can't I mean, let us go. I, well, exactly. I figured I would ask. <laughs> They'll be after the be show talking for another hour. So yeah. um, we no. better just give her a moment to let her conclude. And anything else you'd like to impart to our listeners as they might be thinking about doing this? Well, one, I think, uh, you know, do that gut check of like, where where do I really want to go? Go ahead and sit down and take a quiet moment and give yourself a moment to breathe and dream. Like we get so caught up in the day-to-day and like the have-tos and shoulds that to give yourself permission to be like, what do I really want? How do I really want to spend my day? What do I want my professional legacy to be? And, you know, maybe this is a path you'd like to walk. Maybe it's, you know, something else you've interviewed somebody about, you know, that's another plan B uh, option. But if this calls to you and the idea of entrepreneurship calls to you and and aesthetics is something that's interesting to you, then I think it can be a really, really rewarding path. I love it. Well, Suzanne, yeah. we want to thank you for being on the show again. Thank um, you. And appreciate your time and, and really for all you're doing out there. I mean, you're, you're given the CRNAs and I'm sure you work with other specialties as well, but you're giving them an opportunity to do something that could really be life changing. I mean, an opportunity to yeah. become an entrepreneur an entrepreneur that forges their own path and that changes people's lives. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here. Absolutely. Well, Sharon, I think it's a wrap. I think so. Well, we want to thank our listeners for listening to beyond the mass with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. If you like our show and want to help us grow, Sharon, what can they do to help us out? Well, the best way to help us out is to leave us a review, but make it positive. We all know there's enough negativity in this world. 
Yes, we're in the top 50 medical podcasts in the country on the way to number... Number one, just like we are in the <laughs> CRNA community. We're number one for CRNAs. And Sharon, we got to remind them again because you heard the other day that somebody didn't know they could get CE credits for this. I know. Right? I was shocked. I thought, how long have you been under a rock? But nevertheless... You can get Class B credits by listening to our podcast. All you have to do is keep up with it. We have a information on our website that you can go. We don't turn in your credits. You just keep up with them and you turn them in online. And you can get 40 hours of your 100 hours listening to podcasts, which is what, Jeremy? Your favorite word or not your favorite word? What's my favorite word, Sharon? Free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess free is good. Your, free, your favorite four-letter word today is free. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, I wasn't sure where we were going with this. but uh, You were scared, though. Yeah, because I remember Suzanne saying you get what you pay for, and I didn't know say free. So, uh, so maybe we should charge for it. I don't know. There you go. I like it. My value's right. (laughs) All right, Sharon. Until next time. It's a wrap. Thank you so much. Have you thought about what would happen if you weren't able to work for two or three years? You know, on average, 25% of people will file a disability claim, and most of us aren't prepared for that loss of income. Every CRNA needs to protect their biggest asset, yourself and your ability to earn with a disability insurance policy. We recommend contacting Robert Smith, a master disability insurance specialist with more than 30 years of experience and 1,800 CRNA clients to find the coverage that fits you best. The best way to do that is to send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com or call them at 504-394-6557. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855 304 3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment, or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible, and we would appreciate your support. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, 
fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.